All right, everybody, we are back for the June episode of Make Friends Radio and have a pretty sweet little guest here, aside from our uh, super awesome interviewee. Everybody say hello to Rich. Hey, I'm back. Just kidding. I'm just here for today. Trying to take advantage of some free beer and this 101 degree weather. Ah, yes, sir. Perfect. Well, uh, (laughs) we have uh, our our good buddy here, Juan Carlos, who is a brewer at New Helvetia, which happens to be probably one of the first breweries that Rich and I used to frequent uh, all the time. So we'd like to just take a moment to introduce our friend Juan Carlos. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. My name is Juan Carlos, like you said, and I'm brewing over here at New Helvetia. Um, I've been brewing for probably about two years going on now, um, and we're located down on the corner of Broadway and 18th. Um, Down here in Midtown, come on out and have some beer. Yes, sir. Well, uh, Juan Carlos, what is the original thing that got you into making beer? I mean, we all know beer tastes amazing, but... What made you go from just an avid beer drinker to a beer producer? Like you said, it tastes great. And I was, <laughs> I was drinking so much of it that I had to figure out how to uh, keep the new taste coming. Um, so I figured, why not go to school and learn how to make it? So I enrolled at UC Davis and put myself through college to figure out uh, how to make good beer instead of just going and wasting my money on somebody else's beer. I mean, not that you waste it, because if you find the right one, it's not a waste at all. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I read recently that New Helvetia, and I think you had some responsibility for this, actually had an award-winning beer. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So recently there was the um, California State Fair Craft Brewing Competition, and we took um, gold medal I'll say it again. We took gold in historical beer category for our Thurston Adam beer. So it's a uh, resurrected German style, very similar to an English barley wine, but aged in bourbon barrels. So go ahead and give it a shot, you guys. Chris is busy sampling it, and I'm going to go here and take a little sip here. So, Chris, what, what are your initial thoughts there as you uh, uh, palate the, uh, the, the fine beer? I'm no connoisseur, but it's... It, I mean, it's pretty amazing. You could really taste the, uh, what is it, the whiskey barrel? It tastes kind of woody. I don't know. Amazing. <laughs> I would definitely drink that without being paid to do so. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's awesome. So, you know, obviously Sacramento is pretty well respected, and I think on a, you know, na- national level, we've actually been recognized as probably one of the top beer scenes in the United States. Uh, we have brewery after brewery after brewery opening up, and, Uh, Some really good ones, maybe some questionable ones, but uh, what is your overall thought on the success Sacramento's had and kind of what our overall beer scene brings to the table? I definitely agree that Sacramento is one of the bigger and better beer scenes in America. Um, Being known as Farm to Fork Capital uh, has definitely helped because not only are there good raw ingredients to make food, but there's great raw ingredients to make beer. Um, It's only natural considering that Sacramento used to be one of the top hop growing regions um, in the world. So in addition to that, we're just bringing back the culture of having a nice local pub, you know, one on every other corner, come on in, have a beer. Uh, Almost all the ingredients, you know, that we get within, you know, the West Coast, a lot of our malts come from um, and hops come from Idaho, Oregon, things like that. Most recently, we did have a Blondale that we brewed hops from Woodland. Um, 
like I said, it's just it's really exciting to see new breweries open up all the time. Uh, and there's never a dull moment uh, when you're looking for new beer. Yeah, man, I got to say that that hop growing thing is kind of difficult, man. I know that you that New Helvetia is having a little program where you can actually help the community and and I guess, you know, grow your own hops. And I can't say that I'm very good at it because the two rhizomes that I got didn't quite grow. And I'm kind of bummed out about it, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you on that one. I've had my hops for a couple of years and they don't get very tall, but the ones here at the brewery are skyrocketing above the roof. And then uh, even our home brewer and owner. Both of their backyards apparently have better sunlight and soil than I do because <laughs> I have not gotten my hops off the ground. Well, so we were talking a little bit before about some cool beers you have coming up and just some, you know, some of the details about New Helvetia and some of the cool stuff, uh, including a, a beer fest coming up. So if you could tell the listeners a little bit about what you have going on there. Well, being centered off of Broadway, um, New Alvesia finds it very important that we stay in touch with the community and do things to help promote um, Sacramento itself. So our, coming up, we have the Front Street Animal Shelter Brewfest, and we actually made a beer where the proceeds are going to be going to help support you know, little puppies and kitties that are out there. Um, but we've done you know, quite a few things like that. Capital Public Radio, we had one once, similar deal. So with the Front Street, we just really, like I said, want to give back um, to the community, and we're trying to do that with different projects out and about. Very cool. Now to kind of tie it all together, what got you involved in the house music community? We've seen you out and about, obviously, coolest mustache in the game, and just out here killing it all the time. So what kind of introduced you to, to our scene and made you one of our friends? I just want to dance. <laughs> um, basically, I you know grew up listening to house music um, my teenage years. Me and my cousins would all get together during a family party on Saturday nights and just turn on the radio. I grew up in Southern California, so we had 99.1 KGGI, and we would uh, you know listen to the DJ house sets on Saturday nights. And um, I just kept always keep my ear to the ground wherever I had moved. When I moved to Sacramento, I uh, was introduced to the scene through some very fun people, and. Every time there's a new uh, event coming up, I try and make it out, and just you can find me on the dance floor. So now that you said you're from the L.A. scene, so were you like a hard house L.A. guy, like DJ Irene, like some of those some of those cats? I definitely remember the first time I heard DJ Irene on the radio and was like, "Turn this up." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. For sure. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to ask the super awkward question now. Uh, who is your favorite local house DJ? It only gets awkward because he's sitting right next to me. Rich Soto. Damn it. I can't help it. Every time I listen to it, it doesn't matter what he's playing. It, he's got such a good ear for music that I want more. And so maybe that's why I keep hanging out with him. <laughs> I'm getting really sick of that being the answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this month we have uh, an amazing local DJ who has uh, an incredible ear connoisseur and uh really digs deep in the crates and just finds some excellent tunes i've listened to this mix probably 40 or 50 times uh which is a little bit of an exaggeration but i want to introduce everyone to my new friend tooth have a listen
the streets at night Sodium lamp shed Lucas aid light On the road rain wet with white spilled gold On the silver surface People nervous Let's go. 
was awesome dude my man tooth thank you so much for submitting a mix man as always man i'm telling you man you, you really come through with it man like especially the times that uh, you've you know showed up and played your ass off over at cal's uh, after hours man uh i'm gonna start calling you truth from now on man i'm adding yeah, adding extra letter man you are now truth i'm gonna i'm gonna try to keep working that in and hopefully that'll stick <laughs> big ups truth we're making that stick Absolutely, man. I, I super appreciate that mix. It was stellar. Like I said, I've listened to it over and over again. Uh, my three-year-old typically in the backseat. He might not like it as much as I do anymore, but I'm still feeling it. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for the mix, dude. And uh, hope to have you on chatting one of these days. I'd like to just pick your brain about you know, your musical tastes and how you collect and those type of things. So before we part ways, I want to thank New Helvetia for being an excellent spot for us to to do this month's podcast uh got to come in on after hours super vip style so big ups to juan carlos on that and uh let's give him a chance to say a last word here now i just want to say thanks for having me out guys this was a amazing time um get to listen to some great music and drink beer with my friends so that's good you know new Helvetia, come on down drink some beers 
And on that note, I'm out. So that's probably the last time we're going to see Rich for quite some time. But, <laughs> You're but the show must go on. Uh, I've been reaching out to a lot of uh, local businesses, places that I super appreciate. Big ice cream fan trying to get Devil May Care on here. Talk to them about their super cool flavors that they got going on. And of course, guest mixes every month from some of our local favorites and international here and there as well. So uh, if you like what you're hearing, please drop a like. Share it. Let us know you're there. Anything. We love you. Goodbye.